Attentive Teaching, Advocating Calm, Cultivating Resilience. Hi, welcome to Attentive Teaching. I'm Cindy Schwartz. In this episode, we talk about being vulnerable, about taking chances and showing students who we are as people. With all we have been going through lately in terms of this worldwide pandemic and the aftershocks, it's no wonder that people are feeling stressed, frustrated, and disconnected. As teachers, we are struggling with how to feel confident about how to teach under these trying circumstances, especially when we are expected to teach remotely, often without the proper training. So maybe it's the right time to consider changing some of the ways we approach teaching. Maybe it is time for us to be more vulnerable. Dr. Brene Brown, author of the New York Times bestseller, Daring Greatly, how the courage to be vulnerable transforms the way we live, love, parent, and lead, defines vulnerability as that feeling we get during times of uncertainty, risk, or emotional exposure. We become scared when we are vulnerable, when we share of ourselves. And as teachers, we might probably agree that our fears of being vulnerable are grounded in two major concerns that we have. First, will sharing our feelings with our students result in our loss of control of our classroom? And if we put too much emphasis on sharing time, could that result in our inability to stay focused on curriculum? Well, Dr. Brene Brown lays those fears to rest, I think, because she says that vulnerability opens us up to pain and tragedy, but also to love, to joy, and to connection. And she points out that learning itself is inherently vulnerable, and that for kids to learn, they must open up and leave their comfort zones. So maybe we need to leave our comfort zones as well. And if we want to find comfort and peace in our classrooms, whether they be physical or remote, we need to be more vulnerable and take the plunge. Let us share with our students who we are as people. So how do we help ourselves as teachers to be more vulnerable in the classroom? Well, a 2018 article in Edgenuity entitled The Importance of Being Vulnerable shared three simple ways that teachers can become more vulnerable in the classroom. Number one, first, share your story. Open up about your hobbies, likes and dislikes, and weave the personal into the lesson plans. Also, admit when you are wrong or have made a mistake. None of us are perfect. And I can't tell you how responsive my students have been when I have apologized for maybe being a bit rushed one day or distracted for a moment. Because being vulnerable does not equal being weak. We must model the thoughtful, humane qualities that we hope to foster in our kids. Vulnerability will enhance student classroom performance, not detract from it. And this is really important. Practice empathy. Put yourself in your students' shoes and remember what it was like to be their age once upon a time. Here are additional doable takeaways that will help you be a little bit more vulnerable in your classroom so that your kids will feel safe and feel vulnerable themselves. These activities can be in the physical classroom or be done remotely. Model and teach your students, regardless of their grade level, to say good morning to one another. 
model and teach your students to ask each other, how are you doing today? Start each day with the first five. If you are teaching in a secondary school, take the first five minutes of every class every day to have small shares about how their day was yesterday, how their day has been so far now. Is there anything anyone wants to compliment anyone on or apologize for? And if your students are journaling, ask if anyone would like to share what they have been journaling about. On the elementary level, start each day with a morning meeting. Have those small shares as well. Teachers should model and share how they are feeling first. That will build trust in the classroom and safety. Start your class with students and you sharing one random fact about yourself, perhaps. Open that door to connecting as human beings. Remotely, connect with your students via chats, little sticky notes, emails, however you need to, and respond to students' emails as promptly as you can, but apologize if you can. That's being human. They will so appreciate your honesty, and you will build trust with them, and they will feel better about themselves if they make a mistake. And finally, use humor in the classroom to help increase vulnerability. You know, Chad Donahue wrote in a 2014 article in Teaching Tolerance that humor can create this safe place of learning, but safety is dependent upon trust. The kids have to trust that I use humor, he says, to increase their attentiveness, lighten their moods, build relationships, and establish a positive learning environment. And Edutopia in 2015 cautioned against ever using sarcasm. Never use cruel and inappropriate humor, off-topic humor, or too much humor. But certainly, and I quote them here, a substantial body of research explains why we remember things that make us laugh. And neuroscience research reveals that humor systemically activates the brain's dopamine reward system. And dopamine is important for both goal-oriented motivation and long-term memory. So here's how I have incorporated humor into my lessons. Just a couple of examples. When I was teaching about World War II, I would become Sir Winston Churchill, accent and all. (laughs) And then I would have a bonus question, for example, on an exam, and it might be, where was Mrs. Schwartz's grandmother born? You know, and you would see kids smiling and laughing as they were finishing the test. Or maybe use a YouTube video of children explaining what democracy is. Absolutely precious. Find funny recordings of people explaining the topic you are teaching today. You get the picture. Laugh a little. Yes, it requires you to be vulnerable. Will the students laugh with you or at you? It is worth the risk. I have found that they have time and time again laughed with me. University of Oklahoma communication professor John Barnes has said, when instructors use positive and appropriate humor, students report feeling that the classroom is a more interesting and relaxed environment, and they report more motivation to learn. So that's a good thing. And we must be the model of vulnerability for our students to feel confident, to open up and leave their comfort zones, to learn new things. We must be vulnerable too. We must be courageous and share of ourselves if we are to teach our students how to do the same. The question is, can we do it? Can we, as Dr. Brown says, speak one's mind by telling all one's heart? And if you challenge yourself as a teacher to share a little bit of yourself, studies show that students will respond, behavioral issues will lessen a little bit, and you will enjoy class much more as well. 
Dave Burgess, author of the 2012 New York Times bestseller, Teach Like a Pirate, believes much of your success, and I'm quoting here as an educator, has to do with your attitude towards teaching and towards kids. The rest of your success is based on your willingness to relentlessly search for what engages students in the classroom and then having the guts to do it. So let's harness our collective guts and take the risk. Let's teach vulnerably. It will be worth it. I hope that today's podcast has provided you with some doable tips on how to teach and become more vulnerable in the classroom and perhaps in your own life outside of the classroom. Let me know if any of these tips work for you or if you have any suggestions on what you have done to bring more vulnerability into your classroom. Thank you for joining us today on Attentive Teaching. Join us each Monday for a new podcast that sheds light on the challenges we all face in the classroom. Visit us at attentiveteaching.com where you can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest pages. Subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. This has been Cindy Schwartz. So nice of you to stop by. I wish you a beautiful teaching day tomorrow and great peace in your classroom. On Wednesday, December 2nd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Attentive Talks holds a conversation with real teachers in real time to discuss real issues. This week, we talk about what it's like to be vulnerable. Do you ever tell your students you are having a difficult day? Have you ever shared with your students some of your hobbies, or have you ever laughed with them about anything? Studies show that being vulnerable and having the courage to show our humanity and share it with others creates trust. If you, the teacher, share who you are, your students will feel safer showing you who they are. If you'd like to join our weekly chat, join our private Facebook group, Attentive Talks, where we post our Zoom info. Attentive Talks this Wednesday, December 2nd at 7.30 p.m. Attentive Talk is a project of Attentive Teaching where advocating calm and cultivating resilience are our number one priorities.